Hello, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Um, your backdrop and mine are vastly different. I'm I'm in mom's basement, me, mom, and you have like clothing behind you and pictures. Like I, it looks like a a candy store for women. <laughs> this is my little oasis. So I love it. My daughter, when she moved out, I don't even think the car was at the end of the driveway before I <laughs> took it over. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I could only dream. Um, everyone has come home and stayed home since COVID. So yeah. I'm kind of stuck in the basement, <laughs> but that's okay. No one can find me here. Um, Scarlett, you and I connected on, I believe, LinkedIn. I put out a plea for help. I was like, you know, I'm tired of wearing Joe Fresh. No, nothing wrong with Joe Fresh, but it just shouldn't be your entire wardrobe. Um, I haven't cut my hair in a year. We'll get to that later. Um, and I just feel like when I look around and I want to go shopping, I just feel like I'm 55. I'm kind of in the middle of every brand I see. I'm not Zara anymore. I definitely don't fit the size I had before because my body shape has changed a little. Um, I'm not ready for Dalliards and Reitman. Like I, I don't want to feel frumpy. I don't want to feel like I'm trying to look young. I just like, I want some designer out there to create clothing for women in the middle where we can feel like hip and relevant in our own way. So this has been a struggle and you reached out to me, um, to my style SOS and you put up your hand and said, it doesn't have to be that way, Jackie. So can you tell me a little about that? And right. Couple of things. Uh, everything you told me makes you incredibly normal. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of our bodies have changed. If anybody says it hasn't, they're lying. Because <laughs> even if you're the same size as you were 10, 20, 30, 40 years ago, things aren't in the same exact places they used to be. Oh, so, hell yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I, I have clients and friends who uh, never even had children, yet their stomach has gotten a little bigger. So that's not always the reason. It's just because, you know, as I say, our contents have shifted and, yeah. and gravity is real. <laughs> so, so that is all very normal. And the thing that happens is we think we can change it and we think we can go back, you know, by dieting or exercise and it's not possible. So the best thing to do is to embrace the body that we have now. And to start wearing clothes that are different than what we used to wear. And that's hard for a lot of people. Not everybody wants to give up their Zara, you know? Yeah. So the trick is to embrace what we have and to learn how to minimize the things we don't like and maximize the things that we do like or we should like. And yeah. It doesn't have to be our body. It could be just our eyes. If you can wear wearing colors that are right for you and your eyes pop out. Well, who's going to look anyplace else if they see that sparkle up there, you know, that glow? That's um, why we have these glasses. Yeah. Don't that's look right. down. They, they're a great day. No longer is it like, you know, you have to take your glasses off to make yeah. an impression. Now you put the glasses on and you make an impression. So it's many things have come a long way, yes. including the fact that we can be comfortable in clothes. But as I always say, not look comfortable. But clothing can be very comfortable because they're stretching almost everything, which is like heaven so <laughs> i love that i call that the all you can eat outfit oh my god yes yes <sighs> except it comes to haunt you later on when you put something on that doesn't have stretch but that's a whole other yeah 
the whole situation. And then in terms of the designers, you know, you raise a really good point uh, that, you know, you want a designer to, to, to do this for you, to find something, design a line of clothing that will work. The, it hasn't happened yet. You have the either the clothes are not right or they're almost like a little bit too boxy, too yes. flowy, boxy, too right? Yes. Yeah, and boxy I'm short, so good. boxy is horrible for me because what should I guess the intention of a boxy top to sit above your belt that goes to my hips and makes me look like a robot. It's not good. Yeah. And I don't even have hips. That's not a good look. Yeah, <laughs> and it can and it can make us look bigger. Yes. Yeah. So. You know, we sometimes, you know, we'll put something on that's large and flowy. If you are a large woman, it really works well, you know, but if you're not a very tall woman, let's say, it just makes you look like something swallowed you, something, you know, <laughs> eating you alive. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and it makes us look bigger, which is the opposite of what we want. Yeah. So the, the bad news is there isn't a line out there. The good news is, and it's a bit of a challenge, but can be done that you have to be your own designer now. And that means learning what works for you and sticking to it. So a big problem that I see with women is that, you know, there's three things that happen, that there are three main reasons women really struggle. And it starts after 41 years old, because up until 40, you think, I still got it, and I can make it happen <laughs> again. And then things, like I said, start to change. So the three most common reasons is like you had mentioned, the body changes, mm -hmm. and you don't know how to dress the body you have now. Yeah. The second thing is your buying the wrong clothes for you and the third is you're shopping at the wrong stores which you also kind of you know alluded to so once you start knowing what works specifically for you mm -hmm. it becomes less overwhelming so i always start with colors the first thing i do with my clients and not all stylists do this but i like to do this is to give them recommendations for the best colors to wear meaning near your face so if you start becoming aware of what colors work for you meaning your eyes sparkle, your skin tone looks healthy, as opposed to looking yellow, red, gray, ashy, dark circle, like all these things that you don't want to look like. You don't want to look sick, basically. Yeah, no. <laughs> so you, and although I'm trained in this, you can get an idea of what works for you just by holding something underneath your face and seeing what happens. You know, there are women who wear a color, let's say black, not great for everybody. And for some women, it makes them look like they're disappearing or they have darker circles than usual under their eyes. Teeth look yellow, eyes look yellow. So be mindful. Yeah. Oh my green. gosh, I never thought about that. I, I mean, I thought about, you know, certain colors wash me out, but it is funny that certain colors do make my teeth feel like my eyes and my teeth feel like I'm jaundiced. Yes, right. So hey. now you know that's not the color to wear. Yes. Your okay. Face. Chest down, go for it. If you, if someone loves orange and it makes your face look orange, which happens, then make sure you wear that color anyplace else except right here. From the, you know, from the neckline up. Once you know the colors, right? Or have a good feel for the colors, the beautiful thing is that if you only stick to the colors that work for you, one, it makes shopping so much easier because now you're not overwhelmed. You can zone in on a color and what to avoid. I mean, it's not only what to look for, it's what to avoid. So you, if you do the filters on online shopping, you can only check off the colors that work for you. And when you're shopping in person, just go quickly past the rack for the wrong, for the colors that are not right for you or right for you. 
But the really cool thing is when I work with my clients and I show them the best colors for them to, to wear and I help them find those clothes, all those great colors for you can be mixed and matched very easily. And that totally takes away overwhelm. So for instance, there could be things in your closet or your listeners' closets that they don't know what to do with. They bought it. It was a great price. The salesperson told them it looked wonderful on them. That's a whole other subject. Um, <laughs> you know, it was given to them by a friend. They don't know what to do, whatever. If that piece of clothing doesn't work with anything else in your closet, it's just a waste of money. But if it's in a yeah. color that's right for you and you're slowly making everything else in your closet be the right color, it'll go with almost everything in your closet. Yeah. So a great wardrobe is one that's smaller than what you likely have now, but more outfit combination possibilities than you have now. So that's one thing. Second thing is, so, and this is really hard for women, but we sometimes have to wear a different size than we'd like to wear. So no one sees the label on your pants. That's why I do my own laundry. <laughs> anyone, nobody needs to know. I like that. Do your own laundry or don't, you don't wear your clothes inside out. So nobody has to know, but women really have a hard time. Men are like, okay, fine. I need a bigger size. Fine. You know, no sweat. They don't care. You know, want to make it easy and convenient. Women get very emotionally invested in the size that they wear and often we'll say, if I have to buy that larger size, I want to lose weight first. And I can tell you from personal experience and from observing many women that I work with and meet, it's easier said than done. So a lot of women will put off buying clothes that fit them because they keep saying, well, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to lose weight after the holidays or after, you know, or for the wedding or what it's always something and, and, but it doesn't really happen. It's like I say, don't hang up a pair of jeans, let's say that are a size that you want to be again in your closet and say, this is my motivation. If that works, we would all be so skinny. We would oh, all be so thin. You just hit me where it hurts. I have two pairs of jeans in my drawer, still a size two. And I'm like, one day, one day. And every year I pull them out, I'm like, oh, now I'm another size further from you. So yeah, that, that's what happened to my yeah. daughter. And she's like, these aren't hip, mom. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, no, that's a whole other story. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least you have them in a drawer and they're not hanging in your closet, taking up precious <laughs> space and reminding you every single day that you are not where you think or want, well, you think you should be or want to be, you know? Yeah. So it's okay to, sometimes women have to go down a size too. I mean, I had a client years ago who um, I went to her home first and then we went shopping. Every single item in her closet was, was big for her because up here she was a certain size, but her body was actually smaller. So it can work in reverse too. It's not always you have to go up a size. But when you do go up a size, I am telling you, and the, and the item fits you and nothing is hugging and there's no ripples. You know, I call them the baker's dozen, all those things that happen over yes. here. When, when all that is hidden away in the right size, you actually will look and feel thinner. Yes. So self-conscious and beating yourself up, you know? 
So, and then the other thing is with the stores, you have to experiment, which means even the stores that you don't think are good for you now, it's still worth looking and seeing if there's a piece here and there, maybe not yeah, build your whole wardrobe, point. but look, um, because you'd be surprised what something that you think won't look good or looks frumpy or whatever, you put it on, it might look really good. So I always say, don't judge by the hanger, you know? Um, and a lot of times things that look eh on the hanger or in a photo can look really good on you. And sometimes things that look really good on a hanger or in the photo can look really bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's also mindset shift. In other words, instead of like thinking, oh, how am I going to find anything? Or oh, nothing is right for me. Look, well, let's see how much fun I can have today. So one of my fondest memories was I needed a, a dress for some occasion. I forgot what it was. And I was with my daughter who is, there are worse critics, but we don't necessarily want to dress like them either, right? Um, and so I was in the dressing room with her and I put on this dress and from the front, it looked really good. I was really pleased. And then I saw in the mirror the back and in the back, I had cleavage. I did not know that was possible until <laughs> It's new. That's awful. It was awful. <laughs> it was awful. And uh, I don't know why, but she actually didn't whip her phone out and take a picture. I wish I had it because it was, you know, because they yeah. take pictures of everything. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I, you know, you have to look front and back too, which is a really important lesson. Mm -hmm. But I laughed. I didn't like go, oh, I'm fat or Ugh, nothing works. I laughed. And if you're willing to laugh a little bit, you know, <laughs> that would be really great too. So that's, that's important. You have to, because honestly, like sometimes I get into a change room, I'm like, who do I think I am? But the lighting and change rooms and, but also too, when you talk about, you know, finding those pieces, one thing, two things that stick out for me is it took me forever to figure out that um, I like boat necks turtlenecks now I like turtlenecks because of this and v-necks but I do not like scoop necks mm -hmm. I don't like the round neck of a t-shirt like finding a neckline is is really important because I yep. notice the difference like how elongated I feel versus when I wear like a scoop neck I just feel like I'm all upper yeah. body uh, scoop necks are typically not nice on anybody and they should be banned I'll be honest should with you be banned. It should be banned. I don't know why they do that. And they do it a lot in plus sizes too, which and it really looks terrible. Uh, I don't know why, but uh, that's also what I do. I advise women on what necklines work for them, which again, makes the shopping easier because now you eliminate certain colors and you eliminate certain necklines. Like you're aware of it. A lot of times a woman is not aware of what a neckline can do. There is this, um, uh, I can't think of that misnomer. That's the belief that if you wear a V-neck, it elongates you. It actually doesn't work for everybody. So that's just something yeah. to keep in mind. Yeah. Some people don't look good in V-neck. Some people don't look good in, in angle. They need the round. It all depends upon a person's proportions and face shape. So it's not like a one size fits all. There is no such thing as a one size fits all. Never, nothing fits no. all. But it's, that's one, you know, an example of how don't assume because you read in a magazine or saw on TV that this thing that somebody told you works for everybody, it doesn't. Everything is very specific. And that's why women struggle because they see that something works for somebody. And so they think, well, if I put it on, I'll look the same way. Yeah. No. 
no, no. I used to do that. I would watch um, Suits, the series, and then I would Google, um, oh my gosh, uh, the lead character, the fiery redhead, gorgeous girl. She had the best clothes and I would Google what she wore in every episode. And then I'm like, what am I, who am I kidding? I'm about a foot shorter, a foot wider. She's a yep. redhead. I'm a blonde. Like, it's not going to happen. It's all, yeah, definitely not the colors for sure. It's not going to happen. And by the way, do you think on those TV shows, they're wearing things off the rack? They were tailored up the wazoo. I know. I want to be on a TV we, show. We, we need to <laughs> embrace tailoring. We really do. Yeah. I mean, so when a man walks into a store, a department store, and he's looking at, you know, pants or suits, a tailor miraculously comes out to help him, right? right. When a woman is struggling <laughs> with something, you know, she thinks it's supposed to fit right off the rack. It doesn't always happen. It can happen. It doesn't always yeah. happen. And there's no tailor unless you request one. If you're lucky enough to be in a store that even that has, has one. a tailor. Yeah, that's a really good point because I'll end up by buying things and taking them um, up the street to this tailor, a woman who's amazing. But I always think I, I should get some money off this dress because I literally had to recreate it. Then again, it probably wasn't the dress for me, but still. Yeah, yeah. that is very. I mean, if you wanted to make a dress, it would be really a cost of fortune. So that's the other problem. But it's like, for instance, with pants. So let, let's say a lot of women, uh, they have wider hips and they, the, and so they buy a pair of pants that fit the hips, but the waistband is too big. What a lot of women tend to do is say, oh, they don't fit. But instead, if you had the waistband taken in, which is not crazy expensive and it fits your hips, in, I mean, you would look so much more, you would look more thinner and more um, professional and more, I don't know, comfortable. Like you would feel better about yourself. You wouldn't be hiking your pants up all the time. You wouldn't yeah. be worried about something popping at, at, in, at an inappropriate moment. So it's <laughs> <laughs> pretty much any moment, but you know, th those are the kind of things that a tailor could really help you with. I, I have to say very interesting. A lot of women don't even realize that pants should be shortened. I I mean, they, they think that they, they put a pair of pants on and then they go, well, it's too long. That doesn't even dawn on them to have them shortened. So that's a, a very quick and easy solution. Your dry yeah. cleaner usually has somebody who can do that. Oh, yeah. But that's that, you know, so women will wear pants that are too long sometimes and they're puddling up on the floor on, on their shoes. And then it looks a little sloppy. And then you look again a little bigger and a little schlumpy is a yep. word that we use, you know, okay. Um, okay. Yeah. So it's something, you know, a simple thing like that makes a huge difference. Even if sleeves are too long, get them shortened. That's a really good point. Um, I think what's happened is we do so much fast fashion that it would cost us a fortune because we're buying so many pieces, right? And we're buying them online and like, seriously, stuff comes here. I buy it online and then I have to send it back. But I'm not the same, like I said, about Zara. I used to go crazy buying Zara, but now when I buy the same size, it fits some places and not others. And then I'm like, who's this made for? So I have to send it back. It's uh -huh. not even worth tailoring because the tailoring costs more than the item. But on a good piece, I would definitely do it. And as someone who is five foot one and three quarters, I always have to shorten pants, skirts, yeah. everything. So I'm used to that, but I will only do it on pieces that I think I'm going to keep for a long time, and it's a quality piece. I mean, there's there's mid price. Um, I you know, 
it's important to not keep buying with the fast fashion because it does yep. tend to not look good after a few wearings or washings. So it yep. becomes just garbage. Mm -hmm. So you're actually better off investing in a better pair. I don't mean crazy expensive, but just a little better because it'll last longer yep. and can tolerate being washed. If you know, I like things that I can wash in a machine. That's my preference. Yes, me too. Uh, you know, yeah. dry cleaning is for a special occasion. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. I think I have one thing that has to be dry cleaned. Yeah, yeah. But but it but you know, the fast fashion again is not the greatest way to go anymore. If for accessories and fun it is. Look, I don't believe in trends, I'll be honest with you. So oh, a lot of yeah, so a lot of a lot of times people say, Well, this is in. Well, this might be in, but is it does it look good when you're in it? Is it is a yeah. big question. Is it for you? Yes. You yeah. know, so but, you know, women have kind of won a little bit in the terms of fashion because there's no longer the rules like they used to be. Like, yeah. this is it. And if you wear something else, you're going to look like, you know, you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Almost anything goes now. Almost I noticed anything. that with, like, um, pants mostly. Like, used to be skinny jeans, but you can wear flared. You could wear bell bottoms. You can wear anything. Anything goes yeah. now. Maybe anything that's just, goes. like, I'm noticing that in our generation, but... I love that. And I yeah. don't let my daughter buy any fast fashion. She's a thrifter, which I love. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's getting more and more common with um the younger generation, which is fabulous. It is. You we know? are killing the landfill. But um yeah. another question about fashion though. Um you mentioned there's three things. You talked about, you know, finding the piece. Oh my gosh, my brain fog's already in. Um, um, the body has changed. The body has Shop changed. Stores you're shopping at and you're buying the wrong clothes. Buying the wrong clothes. Now, women of a certain age, we have another issue to deal with. And that is the volcanic heat that we feel. And I look at women wearing cashmere and I am so jealous. I'm jealous of their collagen and their cashmere. I cannot wear a sweater. Like I'm in my basement. It is almost December. I'm in Ontario. Do you know yeah. how cold it is here? Yeah. And look at yeah. me. I'm like, yeah. Oof, it's hot down. Well, here. I mean, I, I gotta tell you, I I earned this sweater, okay? Because <laughs> because I spent many years just like you, not wearing a sweater, and I finally can wear a sweater again. And and my window's open though, so <laughs> <laughs> cheater. <laughs> See, this is what they used to do with supermodels. They'd airbrush them and everyone's like, oh, she looks amazing. This is the new airbrushing, keeping windows and fans on and being like, yeah, I wear sweaters. <laughs> but so, I mean, so what I what I typically do is layers, 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 so I can peel them off and put them back on because I can in one in one hour, if not a one, a hot minute, um, go from sleeveless to put the I call them toppers, something you put over, and then taking it off and on. So layers are great. Scarves yeah. are like you know um, decorative scarves, not like winter scarves, but like very thin kind of scarves are great for putting on, adding some sort of interest to your outfit, and then whipping it off when you have to. You yeah. know, so, and the other thing is that a lot of the fabrics now, a lot of the synthetics are really good synthetics and they, okay. they allow you to breathe. It's not like the old days where you put some polyester on, it was like saran wrap kind yeah, of a feeling. Trying to kill us. Yeah. That was yeah. Awful. Yeah. So it, it's really become quite lovely. Some of these synthetics cost more than like silk now. They are really nice. Like Modell is a great one. And so when you put these 
um, clothes on, you might look like you're going to be hot, but you really don't get that hot in them. So this, okay. words, experiment. Don't just because you see polyester or, or, or synthetic, don't run away. It's, it's, they really are incredible now. So that's Do just you have some specific fabrics you think that we should keep our eye out for when we're looking well, to. Well, Modell is a good one. And then I'm blanking on anything else. Okay. Um, that's good to know because I have heard that I work with some brands who are really exploring the fabric before the fashion. And I love that because it really is an issue for us. Like my husband says to me in the summer, especially on a cool summer night, he's like, I feel like I'm at a share concert. You do so many wardrobe changes. I'm like, but I'm hot. I'm cold. I'm medium. I'm hot. I'm cold. I'm cold. I'm hot. Like it's never ending. I just don't have enough clothes for a summer night to keep like shedding them and bringing them back. Yes. I, I mean, sleeveless, but you know, they used to be like the top you're wearing now used to be that that would immediately go into the summer storage. Like if you people switch out their <laughs> closets, you know, I have everything in one closet because I don't, I don't have a lot of clothes because it's shocking, but I know how to make bunches of combinations. But it used to be all the sleeveless stuff before yeah. we got hot would just be banished until spring, right? Yeah. Now you can buy sleeveless tops all year long because they're fabulous layering pieces. Yeah, they are. They are. And like, if this were a long sleeve piece, I would never put a blazer over it. I, just because it would become too fitted and uncomfortable. No, I love sleeveless, not just because I'm hot all the time, but I, I just think... And it's nice at our age, we can still wear sleeveless and not complain about it. Like, yeah, I don't want women hiding their arms and their necks. Like, you know, just no, and it. you know, women, I mean, but I have to say a lot of women hate their arms. Yeah. Honestly, they're not anywhere near as bad as they think they are. And nobody really will look, honestly. And I mean, if you wave and things move, then don't wave. Um, but <laughs> <Just> be rude. <laughs> so... <laughs> But uh, if you're hot, you're hot and you should be sleeveless, period. You know, um, the only time I think it's a little silly with the sleeveless is if you see like women like doing weather reporting on, on the news and they're reporting that it's, you know, 10 degrees or 10, whatever Celsius. And then they're wearing like sleeveless dresses and like, you know, everybody else yeah. is like this at home. It's a little, you know, I know, but they're, I think of them, I think that's why they have that job. They're under hot lights. And they're probably in perimenopause and they're like, what the actual hell? Like, I know yeah. I, they want to jump. Also, in they bank. also work out their, their, they also work out their arms really good. So they are Our gorgeous, really good. beautiful, but it's a little, it's like, it's rubbing it in a little bit. So. <laughs> <laughs> good point. Um, do you think there are any sort of styles or I'm not going to say fashion trends, but styles that women of a certain age, let's say women over 40, you know, when things start to change, like you said, this is when that happens. Um, do you think there's anything we should stay away from? Uh, well, any like trend that's really meant for younger people, like things that have cutouts in all the, all the places that, you know, like, I mean, they have cutouts. This is the shoulder always looks good, no matter how old you are. So a cutout here, if you want to wear it, go, it's called a cold shoulder, go for it. But like they have now cutouts like over here where the stomach is, and then they have cutouts in the back where the cleavage, the back cleavage could be. Know. You know, avoid very avoid very trendy things. You know, but I believe in as long as you are not like an artist can do very creative, you know, flowy yeah. clothes kind of a thing. But if I'm going to do a very generalized tip, stick to the classics and then go wild and crazy with accessories. Yeah. So like, this is a very funky kind of a necklace that I can change whatever I do. It's very not, cool. 
it's not for everybody, but I can put this on with a simple black top or a white a white top or you know anything basically that's in my color palette and and make it interesting and then I can take it off and put a pair of, uh, a strand of pearls on and have a totally different look so yeah. I'm a huge believer in using accessories to show your personality to show your creativity especially if you're in the creative world like artists interior designers um uh, graphic designers, website designers, you know, use accessories to show off you and to have fun, to add a little fun to your, to your wardrobe. And then I, you know, like a basic pair of black pants in whatever style works for you. So yes. it could be skinny, it could be straight, it could be a little bit flared. It'll be, it'll be in forever now. Yep. So that's wonderful. Um, and then to, Embrace uh, what I call toppers. So those are things you put over a top or over a dress. It could be a what's known as a, a blazer or a jacket. Yep. It could be with the flowy things that kind of move a little bit. I love things that move because I think yeah. when you walk in the room, there's a little drama to that. And I like that. I love that. Um, it's also great for hiding certain things. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I like that too. Uh, and then, you know, find your best like three colors and stick to them like crazy mm. and that'll help you avoid like buying things that you end up not wearing or don't know what to do with you know start there yeah sure. how do you find your colors do you remember in the 70s when you would do your colors and you were like autumn or you were summer yep. or yep. You were i still like do the seasons and sometimes there are women who could wear a little bit of more than one yeah. Um, so there are online tools that you can try to do, you know, but, and when I, again, when someone works with me, I, sh I show them with pictures, what, what to do. Yeah. But the best thing to do is just, like I said earlier, hold it under your face and see what happens. Yeah. It's, you know? it's funny there. And what I love about what we, you said earlier is, you know, everything's kind of up for grabs now. And I remember when I would never wear orange cause that like, especially when you're younger and you, you don't, you're in school, maybe you don't want to pop out that much or you don't want to look like you're making a statement, but now you can, and you can find like different hues of orange and, you know, the flattering yeah. colors for me were always like, oh, I just feel like I'm standing out like a beacon, but now it's so commonplace. My go-to is always black. My mom gets so upset about it, but I just love black, but now I have a golden retriever, so I can't wear black. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, yeah, it is tough. <laughs> it's, it's tough being me. I'm not that is, that is. I'm in my basement. Like my a good lint roller, room. you know that. You know. A lint that's roller. Really, that's a yeah, big that's fashion mean. accessory in my house. Yeah, yeah. And I used. I mean, the color. I, unfortunately, they don't do color analysis like they did in the '70s, and it was yeah. you could go anywhere. I mean, I, I I remember I had it done at like a. Uh, after school program or something they oh. it was like you know it, it was it was you know uh, what do you call it uh, early early education I forgot what it was it was some sort of education for adults but in a school at night and oh, I like had night school like a continuing education yes that's yeah. it thank you it was everywhere you know yeah. um and it used to be like in California from what I I heard that in the states in California they used to have racks of clothes in a department store on just the color, so they'd be an autumn rack, a spring rack. Oh, it was brilliant! I had brilliant. that would save time. Yeah, I really loved. I love that. I'm gonna go back to that. I I mean, my colors are whatever is in my closet. That's my colors right now, but I got to change that. I'm inspired to do that now. Thank you. But I, I do want to say one thing about colors. 
what we were told to wear back in the 70s, let's say, yes. might not necessarily be the best for now. No, especially you're right. Especially if your hair color has changed. So there are a lot of women from the pandemic decided not to color their hair anymore. And they're now, um, you know, silver, silver beauties, you know, so yeah, that would change the, color, the colors you wear now will likely need to be softer than yep. the ones you wore when your hair was whatever, you know, brown or black. So that's just something yeah. to keep in mind. Oh, good to know. We actually have a great designer here. Uh, she's based in Toronto, where I am. Brenda Badome, but you can get her stuff all over um, Canada and probably even in the US. But I, I love Brenda because she does create products that are layered. Like she has a, a gorgeous tank with a, a cardigan, but it doesn't feel like it's not a Golden Girls cardigan. Like it's a very yes. stylish, more Audrey Hepburn-y. And then yeah. she's been doing these pants, like the all you can eat pants for so long. Like they're very stylish, but the waistband is a waistband with a, with a button but it stretches. Yep. Love her yep. stuff. And it's That's not, the way you go. fabric is not hot. Like I, so she's the one designer that I can think right. of. But, right. but if I leave my Brenda Badome, I, I really do struggle. So I really feel like this was great advice because knowing that, you know, finding pieces, not focusing so much on like a store like Zara or the Gap, but looking for pieces anywhere you know, but anywhere. Keeping... And, and, and here's, here's the tip, you know, when you find something you're tempted, you know, immediately ask yourself, will it go with at least three things in my closet already? Oh, that's a good rule of thumb. Because that way, you know, you can make more outfits, wear it, you know, wear it. I mean, just, you know, wear it more than once. Don't buy an outfit and only wear it that way. Yeah. Only buy things or wear things that can to be mixed and matched. You know, I, I always say like, I make new puzzles with my client's closet. So they bought, a lot of women buy something. They wore those certain necklace with it and they hang it up that way and they hung up their outfit. Now they wear that outfit over and over again. Oh yeah. So much better hanging everything separately. And then that way you can make more combinations. Well, it begins to look like your uniform. Oh, I'm pulling out the top with that necklace and everyone knows that outfit. Right. Yeah, the mixing and matching. Right. I have so many um, beautiful necklaces and bracelets and scarves. And you know what? I wear, I don't have them on because I lost the backings, but I wear a little pair of diamond earrings and I wear the same little necklace all the time with a J on it, which I'm starting to think is how I remember my name now because of the brain fog. <laughs> <laughs> But I have all these gorgeous necklaces upstairs. And I think because I dress so casually now, I think, oh, that's too dressy. I can't wear that. But I'm going to pull them out with a T-shirt. Pull them out. I, you know, I was working with a client last year and uh, she was, you know, put, I was making outfits with the clothes that were were bought. And I said, you know, this one outfit, it needs, it needs something else. It needs another necklace. And everything that she had shown me, it was okay. And then she went, you know what? I have this box, hold on. And she went into this box that had been sitting 20 something years in the bottom drawer in her bedroom dresser of necklaces. She kind of didn't even pay attention to anymore. And in that box was this multicolored necklace that was perfect for this oh. outfit and so many other things. So there are things hiding that you've, maybe yeah. it's, you know, things from our mothers or aunts or friends gave us, and, you know, those, the, Oh, Pull yeah. those suckers out because you'd be surprised at what can be done. Your necklace, because it's simple, you can still wear another necklace with it. Yeah. You know, 
I just never think to do that. I'm too, I'm so simple with my fashion, but I love that. And I have my grandmother who passed away. I have her like costume jewelry. And I remember I play with it when I was a kid. And now I'm like, oh, I can't wear that. It was like toy jewelry, but it's actually really nice. And now I can yeah. Oh, costume jewelry from her time is yeah, I love nothing vintage. compared to what. <laughs> yeah, I think I should have been born in the 50s. That is my favorite era of style and jewelry, See? decor, everything. Yeah. Yeah. No, wear it. Absolutely wear it. Don't, don't, uh, it, it, making something yours by adding that little different kind of a flair to it is what yeah. makes it, what makes an outfit special. And it makes you, you know what, when you're wearing something, that you feel good and you look good and that you did a little something to it, you literally stand taller. You 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 actually, it changes everything about how you hold yourself and how you feel about yourself. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Wow, you've given me a lot to think about. Um, this is also really helpful because I think, you know, when you go through this transition from your 40s, uh, I hate calling it the menopausal years because we are more than menopause, but you start to wonder what your style is anymore. And that that's where I struggled. I think I got stuck, like like you said, women who let their hair go gray. Like um, before I hit 40, I always had this style. And then all of a sudden I was like, I had a child and then I was a mom and with vomit on me all the time. Like I couldn't wear that stuff. I wouldn't let her near that stuff. And now I'm like, okay, she's self-sufficient. She's 12, she's not gonna throw up on me anymore or throw food at me. What's my style? Oh, that'll, that'll come again. It'll <laughs> <laughs> come again. I can't wait. Um, but what's my style now? And so these were some really great tips for that, like really helping me go, oh, that's something to think about. And pulling out all that jewelry I have in my hidden drawer, I'm going to like, it's like the good yeah. china. Use it, right? Use it. Absolutely use it. And I, I want to say, you know, a lot of women, they use time as an excuse not to work on their style and, and what they wear because they keep the well, one day, next day, one day. And when you don't take action pretty much, you know, as soon right away, I mean, quickly, you're basically allowing yourself to stay comfortable in being unhappy. Yeah, that's a good point. And I don't want anybody to do that. So just go out there, experiment, have a little, you know, play a little bit. Yeah. Learn what works for you. Yeah. And stick I bet it. your clients love working with you. I bet you guys have so much fun on a spree. We have fun. We do have fun. Yeah. I, I mean, I have fun. clients who are dating again because they now are wearing clothes that they feel good oh. in. I have a client who wanted to date again and in, in, instead, not instead, but as a bonus, she got promoted and that was not what she was looking for. Wow. Shocked actually, but she was dressing so much better at work and, and she's, only in her forties and um, was dressing older than she was, you know, that can, that can make you look old, just the way can, you dress. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it, it, everybody is different, but every woman, and I can tell you this, a lot of women come to me when they hit 60 and every single one wonders or regrets why they waited, but it's that, that time thing again, their children were grown. You know, their bodies were not going to go back to what they were when they were 35. They finally yeah. accept it, but they could have started earlier and felt better about themselves and not wasted so many years. So that's really important to me that women don't wait, don't waste time because it's so precious. Yeah. Oh, it's a big problem. We don't invest in ourselves. We spend so long caring for everybody else, whether you're a, a parent or not, you're caring for somebody somewhere. You know, women take on a lot of the mental load 
regardless of whether they have a family or they're single. So it really is important. And I love that advice that, you know, to invest time in ourselves because we need to be happy. Yeah. Scarlett, yeah. this has been amazing. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> I, I hope will you join me again for another episode of, I think I'm going to have more questions once this percolates once i rip my closet and my drawers apart and pull out all my jewelry i might have some questions for you absolutely <laughs> <laughs>